welcome to Heart Points, a one-to-one RPG actual play podcast. I'm your husband and GM, Zach. And I am your wife and player, Diana. How are you, my darling? I am okay. So, um, distinguished guests, sometimes we do a test before we start recording to make sure that everything's working. And today, I messed with Zach really loud, and really bad, and then loudly laughed. And now I'm still feeling the aftermaths of the giggles. I wanted to leave it in, but I was afraid we would blow out Zach's ears if we left it in because... I have a very loud laugh. (laughs) It's very loud. I mean, everything I do is very loud, but my laugh especially is very loud. And it, like, it was dangerously spiky on the recording thing that we do. But anyway, I'm still feeling the giggles. Like, I'm having to stop myself from giggling because I would just giggle this whole time. It would be a problem. You are very bad at stopping laughing once you start. (laughs) It's impossible to get you to stop. <laughs> that is true. That is true. It takes <laughs> it takes a lot of effort. No, <laughs> look at what you started. God damn it! Oh my goodness. Okay, I like can't look at you. <clears throat> I will get. Can, can you hold it together? I, will... <laughs> I think so. All right. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for persevering. Stop looking at me. Okay. So do you, uh, uh, this is season or series one, episode 23. Do you remember what happened last week? I fell in a disgusting river very much on purpose. Yeah. I was going to say fell yeah. is. Yeah. Very much on purpose. I fell into a river. Dove. But it, but it dove worked. In. But it worked. But it worked. No one recognized me, mm-hmm. and so I was able to convince a stable boy, and by convince, I mean pay off. Like, I paid this kid so much money. Like, seven gold. He got seven gold. Yeah, you paid him pretty decently. That's a lot of money. I probably should have made you pay more. But, mm, I asked for three buckets of water in a stall. Okay. I didn't ask That's for fair. a lot. But I cleaned myself up. I've kind of made a very hasty disguise, and I've just walked out of the stall. That's where... We ended. Oh, and I got my handcuffs off. That was one of the things. I got my handcuffs off. Yeah. I am very, like, I'm cut up. That was not an easy task, but I I did get them off. Yep. Uh, And you are now in the Devil's Market, which is a southwestern district of Segaranza. It's where we saw Esteban. Yep. It's where Mm -hmm. you ran into Esteban last time, and it's close to Dwarftown, and it's kind of a seedier district. Mm Mm-hmm. And you are now standing in the streets, uh, presumably still a little wet. Yeah. Uh, you tied, didn't you tie something around your hair? Yeah, you I tied my chismis. I should I should seriously look up how to say this. It's an undershirt. Okay. It's what women would wear under their corset. It's if you ever saw a barmaid and there was like this white thing. Yeah. That was that. That's her like undershirt that okay. was sticking up underneath her like dress or her corset or something okay so i took that off and that's kind of like wrapped around my head because it's like a white gray it should be white Mm -hmm. but i have not done laundry except for once Mm -hmm. very briefly so that's kind of just wrapped around my hair it's probably gray and gross and i'm wearing a wet shirt everything about me is wet because i've i've washed everything so everything is wet i look crazy yeah um, but if I'm in Dwarftown, I had a plan for the day, but if I'm near Dwarftown, I think I need to head over to Zofia's and ask for a change of clothes and maybe a bag. Now, Zofia is a dwarf. Yes, I know, but I'm sure she has some sort of dress that I could use as a shirt. 
Okay. I mean, how much shorter are dwarves? I didn't think that they were like freakishly shorter. No. I'm not a particularly tall human. Dwarves are like four to five feet. And I, I, she, I've never made sound like giant. I'm five four. If a dwarf is five foot, we can share clothes. She's just as going to be larger, I think. Right? Dwarves uh, will be stockier. Yeah. I mean, I think the point is it was okay. It's not I think that's fair, but it, it will not fit. It doesn't need to fit. I just need something mm-hmm. dry. I can't walk around super duper wet all day long. Yeah. Like, I need something dry. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, so here's the thing. How far would it take me to get to... How How am I going to get to the Mason Guild from here? Are they in different directions? Can I hit one then yeah. go to the other? Mason's Guild is up in the north, uh, which is around where the public library and uh, Messiah's house was yeah i need to be dry if i'm gonna be seeing messia i need to be dry well i mean you're not trying to see messia right now are you <laughs> no i'm not trying to see messia but if i'm if i'm going towards where messia might be i need to be prepared to see messia and i can't be all wet it'll be too inconspicuous is that the conspicuous one? it would be too conspicuous and i need to be inconspicuous so i need dry clothes how wet are my clothes very wet. I am just looking. <laughs> Diana has this bad habit that I tried to get her not to do in which she gives the cat her seat when we're podcasting. She'll then... leave us alone if I give her her seat. If she gets in between the two of us and somewhere comfy, she's fine. But now you're further away from the mic. I'm very loud. I don't think anyone has noticed. I'm very loud. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. Well, here's the conflict that I'm having within myself. I don't know if I should just go... Within yourself or within Sal's self? Well, I have to make the decision for Sal. So okay. I guess it's in Sal's... Both of us. We are both struggling with this. Okay. I don't know if I should get dry clothes... If I should take the risk, take, get dry clothes, but go further out of my way for serious help, or if I should go see Pete Miss right away. I don't know which would be safer and which is the smarter thing to do. You could discern realities, perhaps? I mean, what question would I ask if I used discern realities? Discern realities is, it really is more for a... An actual situation that I've yeah. walked myself into. I think it's just, I have to make a decision. Um, I think I'm just going to go to Pete Myth. I'm just going to go all wet. I don't want to put Zofia in danger. Plus, I don't know that she can actually help me with getting dry clothes. Plus, delaying this I don't think is going to help. I think I need to get the situation under control very quickly mm-hmm. so that I can discern these dreams so that my dad can come arrest me so that Sagaransa can be clothes. We've been doing this for so much longer than we anticipated doing this. <laughs> no, that's okay. I mean, so, yeah, I did kind of rib you uh, at the end of the last episode, but I don't think that ribbing was fair. I think this is just more of a sandboxy, emergent, fiction game and not really like a super structured game and i'm okay with that if you're okay with that i mean it's fine and i'm okay with that if our listeners are okay with that i guess it's more important if our listeners like if you're getting stuck with us for 23 episodes yeah but we've changed it up a lot and sam is an entertaining character to play i guess maybe she's more entertaining to listen to it's very frustrating as me (laughs) it's just very frustrating as me i don't know what i'm doing and i like when i'm in a group of people and I we talked about this a little bit but yeah. when I'm in a group of people I like Diana's brain does not function the same way that others I don't make the same sorts of connections it's just that's just the way my brain has always been I don't make the same sorts of connections mm-hmm. so when I'm in a group we can usually get to the end goal because other people will find the solution and I just think of a creative way to go about it 
but I'm by myself. Yeah. And well, all I'm doing is crazy. And that, I think, is probably growing pains with me learning how to GM for one person. Because mm-hmm. I've never GM'd for one person. So I should be giving you more structure, I think, so that you feel like you have direction. Yeah. Maybe. Learning a lot of things for series two. Series yeah. two's going to be different. Series I already have like be fantastic. I have so many ideas. It's going to be fantastic. Is it? That's my Doctor Who line. Oh. I'm doing hand gestures that really emphasize that I'm quoting something. Fantastic. So where are you going? Okay, I'm going to Pete Myth. Okay. I'm going to Pete Myth. I'm just going to make my way there. How are you getting there? So that's the question of the day, isn't it? <laughs> Is isn't it? it? Is it the question of the day? It's the question of the day so far. I only have four coin. I'm not trying to spend more of it because I started with 11. 11. I started last session with 11. I have I've been very good at not using coin and I used almost all of it mm-hmm. in a stall and three buckets of water. <laughs> Plus I'm in a seedy part of town. It's not like there's going to be a train right there. Plus trains I'm trapped. If there's guards there and they recognize me, I'm trapped. Mm-hmm. If I'm walking, I have a little bit more just options. There's yeah. some more options if I'm walking. Um so I walk and I'm going to use the navigate. Okay. Roll. I am waiting for a 14. I'm waiting so I I'm waiting for a 14 so that I can get my companion and I keep not getting a 14 <laughs> and I'm very upset about it. I want a cat companion. I rolled a 7 plus my wisdom is still 0. All right. You cannot complain about not having a cat companion when I've given you many NPCs <laughs> that you always abandon. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Technically, hyenas are Felina Day. So, I do Omen a, is basically your cat companion. I do kind of have a cat companion. Or Marsiri. Oh. What did you roll? I rolled a seven, plus my wisdom, which is a modifier of zero. So, it's still a seven. So, okay. I, only, I only pick one thing. And I always end up picking the same thing. I do not want to run into someone who's going to harm me, which means it's going to take me longer. It's going to cost me more than I expect it to. And I'm going to get distracted. Well, it's one of those things. Well, yeah, but... I feel like I've been using the distracted a lot because it's the most, like, active. Right. But I also don't know if I... Because I'm thinking about, like, who might be in de- in the Devil's Market right now, which would obviously be, like, Estevan and mm-hmm. his boys. But I also don't think I want to bring them in. So I think it just takes you a long time. And I think you uh, end up getting lost and have to... Um, I think you have to, like... I think dejectedly you end up like hiring a uh, rickshaw. Uh. So why don't you pay a coin? Oh, I'm very dejected about this. So I think all this has kind of put you in late afternoon at this point uh, between like fleeing from Messia at in the early early morning hours, mm-hmm. three or four a.m. Diving into a pond, diving into a filthy river, uh, hiding out in a stall, getting cleaned up, performing blacksmithing on yourself, uh, and then getting lost in the streets. I think twice you got lost in the streets. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we'll say this is like two or three in the afternoon at this point. So it's taking me literally all day. Yeah. And... The rickshaw pulls up to um, the Mason's Guild, and you are tired and dejected. You reek. You are... uh, Every time you see a city guard member, I think you, like, feel, like, this massive anxiety in your chest. Oh, yeah. 
I'm gonna lock this cat in. All right, I'm she's locking. Not the, do, she's not doing anything. She is being cute and distracting me. I'm locking <laughs> her in the bedroom. So, you pull up in front of the Masons Guild, uh, and it is a big, like flat white stone building, tall, like a story and a half, mm-hmm. um, very long, uh, very like ornate, architecturally crafted, and. Um, yeah, you pay the rickshaw driver and you get out, and there are two guards talking like at the corner of the building. Can and I get in without talking to them? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so I do that. Okay, that's fine. And when you enter through uh, the doors, uh, you enter into this very big building. Uh, think or like very big room. Think of uh, like a whenever you enter like a government building. And that like, like the, big lobby. Yeah. So you're in a you're in this big lobby, and uh, with like marble on the floor. Yeah. It's always like something you can just throw a bucket of water on. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there's uh people walking about. Uh, there's actually like a lot of hushed talking and people like hurriedly walking around like through this room and into others. And there's a desk in front of you with um a hobbit. Not a hobbit, a halfling, like, sitting behind the desk. Uh, what do you want to do? I go up to the halfling, and I, you know, patiently wait for them to acknowledge me, because I don't know if they're in the middle of something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when the hobbit, or not the hobbit, when the halfling gives me their attention, hi, I um, I need to speak with Pete Myth. I, I don't have an appointment, um, but I, I'm hoping that Pete Myth can make some time for me. Uh, I also want to clarify that, like, as you were sitting there, the the point that they noticed you was them, like, sniffing and going, like, <laughs> and making a bit of a face and then looking up and seeing you, this gross person wearing underwear on their head with their collar flipped up of yep. the, on their duster jacket, uh, kind of standing in front of them. And very wet. I'm still wet, I'm assuming, even though it's been hours. It takes some fabrics a while to dry. I think you dry it off. Pretty yeah? decently, especially okay. once you were in the rickshaw. Okay. And they, uh, this halfling, she goes, uh, I'm sorry, who are you? You're here to see, who are you? Um, I'm here to see, uh, Pete Myth. If you could just let him know that, um, that Sal is here. Uh, her eyes go wide and she goes, oh my, yes, Pete Myth wants to see you. Uh, hold on, uh, uh, come with me, come with me. And she, uh, gets down out of her chair and, like, Starts, like, just walking off down the hall. I follow her, and I am very, very, very scared. Okay. <laughs> uh, and she uh, leads you down, a f- like, a f- few halls and a few rooms, and goes to one and, like, knocks very quickly, and you hear Pete Myth from behind the door go, Yes? What is it? And uh, she just opens up the door, and she goes, Sal is here to see you. Uh, and he goes, Oh my god. Let her in. You hear her from like <laughs> behind the door. And she opens the door the rest of the way. And uh, in this room with Pete Myth is Sebastiao and Susanna mm-hmm. and a few other guild leaders that you saw at the guild hall meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe like one or two others. Yeah, I'm terrified now. Um, there are some, so we've established before that there are, I think at first you think they're city guards, but they're not. 
Um, they are essentially private guild security. Okay. Um, because we established that Zofia is private guild security mm-hmm. for the Rugmakers Guild. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I'm trying to remember if I put them anywhere else specifically, but it, I don't think so. So I'm going to say Arlindu is here of the Rugmakers Guild. Okay. And uh, they're here and they are all looking directly at you. Mm-hmm. And Sebastian goes, Sal, come in. I can come back. Like, another time? I was really hoping to just kind of speak to P-Myth, but, uh, oh, mm, okay. And then she, like, deflates, and she takes a step in, because she cannot think of a way to get out of the situation that she's now put herself in. Uh, P-Myth goes, uh, uh, Verbella, please have call bring us in a, uh, a craft. Uh, we need coffee. We, we really need coffee now. And she goes, all right, I'll bring it. I'll send him in. Sound takes a sigh of relief. She has not had her coffee today. And she closes the door, and you are alone while well, you're in this room with uh, a handful of armed guards, Petemith, Sebastiao, uh, Arlindu, and Susanna. Just like a really comforting space. <laughs> like super accepting and really, really welcoming. And they're sitting around this like this big table, and Petemith looks at you, and he goes, What happened to you? Well, I was gonna like tell you my story but i guess you're looking for me why why are you looking for me uh susanna goes well because the entirety of corpse down is on lockdown and Messia is losing her mind okay she laughs (laughs) don't laugh she's like okay all right well sebastian looks at you and goes this is not a laughing matter corpse sal um well Here's the thing. Messia super hates me. Yeah, we we got that. Yeah, I don't like her either. So when I can make her mad, I get a little happy. But you're right. This is not a laughing matter. So here's the deal. How many nights ago was it? The the riot that I started? Two? Two, two nights ago? Yeah. So two nights ago, um, I was walking along, minding my own business, going to visit a friend. And I came upon this... Lynching, lynching. There's an L and N in there. Yes. Lynching. This lynch mar- party. Basically, they were going to kill someone for no reason. So I joined the mob to find out what was going on because you know I mob mentality. And then I find out that they were going to murder this young boy who happens to be a null for the for fighting these city guard. Um, except that I was the one who fought the city guard, and this knoll had nothing to do with it. So, I... Arlindu, like, turns to Sebastiao, and he says, I told you that Messia was getting more more brash and more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Boisterous with this uh, chaser's movement. I told you that she was going to start s- stepping things up and that we have to take control of it now. And Sebastiao goes... I I know, I know what you said, Arlindu. Uh, Sal, continue. Well, so, I, I found some people in the crowd that were very against killing an innocent child because he is, in fact, a child and because I was the one who did the fighting. Um, so, I just helped them get him to safety. In helping them get him to safety, the guard who 
very erroneously chose this random knoll. They got in my way and they started a fight and I have to defend myself. I feel that's my right. And so I defended myself, maybe a little aggressively, but I defended myself and that child is now safe. But there was a mob there and as things happen with mobs, it became a bit of a riot. So I left for my own safety, again, defending myself. And went to the friend that I was staying with. Except, actually, I got knocked out. That's right. I forgot about that. I got knocked out. And the the friends that I was going to found me, basically. And essentially, I ended up where I needed to go. I mean, the how-to is not real important, but I got there. And then I was safe for like a day. And then Messia came and was like, oh, hey, we're putting this whole place on lockdown because they started a riot. So I very quickly explained to Messia that no, no, no. I started the riot because I am defending people who need to be defended because her crazy guards are going around murdering people. Pete Myth is like pulling on his like long bovine ears, like listening to you tell the stories, like pulling on his ears, like, oh my God. But then I, but then she was going to kill me. So I, I ran away and I came here. Hi. Hi. I'm hoping I could get some help, please. I'm a little bit over my head. Why do you stink? I needed a disguise. And I, and I was by the river, so I used the river as a disguise. Their eyes, like, go wide. But I try to clean myself <laughs> off. And uh, this call guy comes in, and he sets the coffee down, and Pete Smith goes, go get something to clean her up. And he, like, kind of looks, and he goes, okay. He leaves again. And Pete Smith goes, okay, so here's, here's the biggest problem. The biggest problem is that the story you just told is largely the same as the story Messia is telling. So that's a problem. And the reason that's a problem is because it means she's not lying, she's just spinning it. And the way she's spinning it is that you started an extra martial riot, which is to say you went vigilante, which is to say you did something very illegal, which is also what you're saying. Because, yes, what you did was right, but now Messiah has the authority to go after you. Does that make sense? Because she's the police. Here's the thing. I'd rather Messiah go after me instead of an innocent child. She was she was allowing her vigilantes to go after an innocent child. So I wasn't going after her. I was going after her vigilantes who were trying to start a mob riot to kill this child. Alindu like slams on the table and Susanna goes... This is what we have suspected all along. She's she's using the chasers to sow discontent. And basically, she's just been waiting for someone to step in and do something about it so that she could claim martial law and then try to take over. Uh, and she looks directly at Sebastiao and she goes, she's gunning for your spot. And Sebastiao uh, kind of like rubs his temples and he goes, um, yes, I know. So, the situation now is that Corpse Town is on lockdown. Messia has all of the city guard looking for you, Sal. But why, but why is Corpse Town on lockdown? They know I'm not there. Because she's not looking for, she's not just looking for you. But then how is the city, how are you, how are you, the leaders of this city, allowing a, a whole huge population of your city to just 
be the victims here. How are you okay with that? I think she's starting to get like really red in the face and I think like tears are coming to her eyes and she's just like really frustrated that they all know what's happening, but they are doing nothing. I think she's starting to get very frustrated. So now she goes, it's, it's, it, it, it's not as, as simple as that, Sal. You know as well as we do what it means to be trapped by leadership, right? Let's let's stop pretending. All right, you're coming. You came from Forza. Uh, 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 uh. She just keeps making noises and looking down. You know what it is to be in a position of leadership. All right, and we have been trying to figure this out with as little unrest as we possibly could. And now it's all blown up. It wasn't my intent to come to this city and blow everything up. All I saw were some guards running after a hungry child. That's what Are you this... talking about Omen? Yeah. That's, that's okay. how this all started. Well, all right. You're, you're sounding real high and mighty about that, but you did trip Omen okay. to help the city guard when that event happened. Okay, but then I realized what I did wrong in that situation. I was new. I didn't know. Uh, and Arlindu, I think, is like, is like th- this is... I told you that we could have, if we had organized our guards, uh, our, our private securities, we could have solved this problem long ago. And Sebastian was like, we couldn't have just destroyed our police force. What are you talking about, Arlenu? And I think they kind of like break out into this argument again, where all four of them are like talking over one another. Is there anything you want to do? I don't know. I... So they're arguing and I go, it's not, this This problem isn't all of the guard. I personally know some very nice guard who don't know what's going on, who who want to uphold the law, who want to be this, the sanctuary for this city and who, who want to help people. This isn't an everyone problem. This is a Messiah problem and her trickle down effect. That, that That's very nice, Sal, but it doesn't change the fact that they're, and I think he thinks about it and he goes, Wait, you know a you know members of the guard? Yeah. Who are I think like they kind of all of them share looks and uh Susanna goes they haven't done anything yet to stop her and Pete Smith goes, "Well, maybe they just need a nudge." Um and they start talking about like what they can do to like maybe talk to the city guard. I think at that point Call comes back in and I think he has like a bowl of like Perfumed oil, maybe? That's just going to cover up the smell. What would someone... Uh, hmm. I think a stack of clothes. Some, yeah. And perfumed oil is per- probably... Okay. Uh, yes. So that is what he brings. He brings out this, like, silver tray. Uh, and he sets it in front of you. And, uh... Pete Smith, like, waves him away. And they're all just kind of, like, leaning over this table. And I think it kind of falls to this moment of silence where they're all, like, thinking about, like... What to do now... I don't want to get naked in front of you guys. Where can I go? Oh, Pete Smith goes, oh, okay. Um, uh, Take those uh, just two doors down. Okay. So I leave. Because she's panicking real hard. Because now the question is, does she try to stay and help them? She's made everything so much worse. This was not her intent in coming to the city. She just wanted an adventure to away from her parents. Like, yeah. that was the... She just wanted an adventure. It's okay if Sal thinks that, but 
from like a meta narrative point, I do want to point out that if she had done nothing, things would have just gotten way worse because yeah. they were doing nothing. Yeah. No. I, yes. I mean, she's still going to do something. I think, but now she has to decide. But now she has to decide, right? Like, do I give them the name of the guard? That's not an awful person. Do I continue to involve myself, or do I just do I do it with their sanctioning, or do I go off on my own? Mm-hmm. I've, have I gotten myself into deep shit, and now I need to get arrested? Well, she can't kill me because my parents are, you know, guild like, members of another community. But that's I, a good point, actually. I didn't really think about that. Masia can't really kill you. She can't kill me, but she can certainly torture me. Yeah, and she, just claim like, oh, I didn't know. Yeah, I guess that's also true. She could make your death look like an accident, probably. Right. Yeah, but she can't, like, out and... Right, like, I can't be executed. Yeah. But I certainly could be assassinated. Yeah, that's true. I don't know that you can use assassination for, like, a... Not really a nobody... Like, for, like, a nobody. Otherwise, I'm just murdered. No, I think it's still an assassination if you do it for political reasons, even if you yourself... Aren't necessarily... Yeah, I think it's still yeah. the assassination. So, like, yeah. So, I can't be executed, but I certainly could be assassinated. Um, or I could just be tortured. Or she could, you know, there's a whole slew of, or she could just tell my parents, and then I'd be in deep doo-doo. Oh, she already told your parents. Yeah, but, like, they don't know everything. They can't possibly know everything, because I'm well, assuming yeah, that they they started traveling. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I think all of this is running through her mind when she goes to, I guess, the bathroom. A yeah. bathroom. Yeah. Um, tries. A takes water a, closet. Yeah, takes all of her clothes, all of her clothes off, puts tries to wash herself down a little bit with just normal water and then kind of puts that oil where it needs to go in her hair and on her body. Why is water closet such a gross term? I don't know, but it is gross. I so much more prefer toilet. Am I actually using that term correctly? Yeah. It's really gross, right? It's really gross. Okay, I'm sorry. You you wash yourself off under the uh, the watchful guise of this. uh, We we established that there was like a hygienic goddess, right? Yeah. A goddess of Mm -hmm. hygiene, yeah. And she's she's up on her like windowsill, like... Watching over you yeah. for the second time as you are really <laughs> gross. Um, so I'm trying to clean myself off. I put the oil I put the oil in my hair and I put it on my body and I braid my hair. And I kind of just accept that my hair is going to go up and people are going to see my birthmark. And I have to live with it for while I'm in this building. Um, so I do that. And I, what kind of clothes do Am I getting like a tunic? Am I getting just like a robe? What um, have I gotten? Like a uh, sack? A potato sack? No, I think you've gotten, like, whatever it is that government officials would leave for, like, emergencies. So maybe, like... So, like, fairly nice clothes that are out of date. Yeah. So, like, weird trousers and maybe, like, a button-up sort of tunic shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe like, an un- maybe like an undershirt. I feel like that's more likely to leave somewhere. Yeah. Um, all right. So I'm wearing a weird outfit. Cover myself as much as possible. But my, my neck's not going to be covered. My hair's going up. I have to, I'm just owning it at this point that while I, when I walk into that room, they're all going to see my... I mean, they all know it's there anyway. Mm-hmm. But this is like a moment that I am deciding to show it. It's a big deal. Yeah. And I'm scared. I'm really scared. And so I leave. And I smell like probably some stupid lavender. It's always lavender. I like the smell of lavender. I did before everything was lavender. Okay, that's legit. That's fair. Like, everything is lavender now. It's the bacon of scents. It's exactly the bacon of scents. And now I'm just like, I don't know. Give me eucalyptus. Which, (laughs) eucalyptus is now the lavender. And so soon, eucalyptus is going to be in everything. And then I'm going to be eucalyptus. But I like eucalyptus. It's more refreshing. That's not the point. So I probably smell like lavender and I walk out. 
and I enter this room and my hair is up and my port wine stain is available for all to see and I, I, I walk in and that's where I that's what I do okay and they're all still kind of uh, talking back and forth uh, they have been joined by a uh, formian who is talking with them um, you saw him at the uh, or you saw her at the guild hall meeting but you don't mm-hmm. remember what they are uh, what guild they're involved with so there are now how many were there before there were four now there's five five guild leaders and you in this room and they're 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 talking about what to do next so uh i think i'm gonna discern realities because i'm not really sure what i should do all right i think that's a good call well that's real bad that's real that's real bad but I guess if I'm going to fail a roll, it just on realities is an okay roll to fail. Mm-hmm. So I rolled a four, ladies and gentlemen, and others, because I'm trying to get away from ladies and gentlemen, and I slipped right into that, so sorry, distinguished guests. But yeah, I messed that up, so I rolled a four. That didn't go well. I just earned nothing. Okay. So I think I just listen. I think I take a seat and I listen. Uh, well, I mean, you can think... Whatever, but you did fail a move, and now I'm going to make a move. Mm-hmm. I just haven't decided what yet. The building blows up, we all die. End of Segaranza. Well, it's been great. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, I think they turn to you, and um, I think Pete Myth says, uh, Listen, Sal, we think the best thing that we could do right now is to have you get in touch with the city guard members that you know and and get us in touch with them if we can get to them and we can rouse them to turn on messiah then we have a chance of turning this around i don't i don't know if they'll go for it you said they were devoted to justice right yeah um Alright, so do you remember, I'm supposed to check in with Evristu every week. Oh, yeah. I feel like I'm coming up on that day where I'm supposed to go check on check in with him. Mm, but the way that like... time the way that time moves in Segaranza like confuses me, so it may have only been two days. Yeah. We do too much minute by minute. Yeah. Probably. Probably. So can we just say that tomorrow night I'm supposed to check in with him? I thought he said that he was going to be there. Uh, he was going to stop by every night. I thought he just it was. wanted you to pick, stop by. Like, oh, I thought it was every week. But maybe that was just because I'm supposed well, to. Well, I think he, yeah, I think he was going every night and he just wanted you to check in once a week. All right. Well, then I, I can do that then tomorrow night or tonight, I guess. Um, so I, I think I say, like, I, I have, I mean, I mean, I can meet with one of them. I only know the one. I feel like I've been saying guards, but I only know the yeah. one guard. Sebastian, you only know one. He knows more. He knows more. But anyway, I can meet with him. Okay. But isn't that an unfair... Is that too dangerous? I don't want to put him in danger. Arlindu says, um, the whole city is in danger right now. All of Corpstown is in danger. All right. All right. All right. Um, okay. So if... If I can convince him to meet with you guys, what should, when, how, how should we go about that? Uh, Susanna goes, when do you think you can meet with him? There's a chance that I can meet with him tonight 
If it's not tonight, then it would be tomorrow night. Uh, they look at one another, uh, and the Formian goes on. If you can meet with him tonight, bring him here tonight. I can try. I can try. Pima goes, every minute that we haven't fixed this problem is another minute that the people of Corpstown are trapped in Corpstown. Listen, I know that. My friends are in there. My sword is in there. I know how important it is to get to Corpstown and have that part of town, your part of town, be freed. I know how important this is, but I'm not going to make a decision for somebody else's life. I don't know about you, but I'm not very comfortable with that. Okay. They, they nod, um, and uh, Sebastian goes, Sal, we, we all appreciate how dangerous this is for you and for your contact, but we have to we have to do something i agree i agree i i i can meet with him i i'm not going to promise that i can get him back here but i can promise that i will meet with him if it's not today if i can't meet with him today then it will be tomorrow but i can't go like this does somebody have some clothes or can we wash my clothes is that a possibility i would like my jacket back not smelling like gross disgusting dirt uh pete mythanazi goes yeah we can we can get your Clothes laundered, and um, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out from there. I can meet with him after sundown. All right. Then we'll get your clothes laundered. You can hide out here, and we will we'll send you out tonight. Actually, should we send someone out? Would it be better if we sent a person to meet your contact? No. Maybe. I don't know if he'll respond to that, though. No. Okay. Can you send someone with me? Would that be incons- Would that be too conspicuous? How do I keep forgetting the difference between inconspicuous and conspicuous? Uh, our, uh, Susanna goes. We could spare a a, a regiment. Uh, we could spare a someone to keep an eye on her, uh, and they all kind of start talking. Um, you know, some. Psst. Oh, can you send? Can you send Zofia? I forgot all about that. Uh, Sebastian looks at you and goes, "Who?" Zofia, the the dwarf on his payroll. Point to Arlindo. Yeah. Uh, Arlindo goes, "Oh, yeah, I I do have a dwarf on my. You know, Zofia. I make friends fast. Enemies too. I make friends fast." Arlindu, uh, I think he points to one of the uh, guards that are in there, uh, and he goes, find out where Zofia is and bring her here as soon as you can. Uh, he looks at you and he goes, we'll send Zofia with you. Thanks. That would be actually much easier. All right. So that's the plan. Uh, you're going to get your clothes laundered, and then tonight you and Zofia are going to go meet with Evaristo. Mm-hmm. I think we'll end it there. Okay. That's a pretty good spot to end. Yeah. Oh, well, hold on. Um, I asked Pete Myth, is there a library here in this building at all? Uh, Pete Myth goes, we have a few books, but, uh, well, actually, yeah, we do have a library, but it's mostly architectural, masonry, a little bit of history stuff. Th- that's, Why? Do you want to read right now? I mean, I got to wait for my clothes to get done, right? 
He goes, oh, alright, fair enough. Um, I'll have Rebella take you to the library? What would you rather I do? I don't know. I don't I'm listen. Just, I don't know. Go, I'm going to go to the library and read a yes, little. Yes, no, that's fine. Uh, we will keep trying to work damage control and make sure that these guards and these chasers don't tear down the city. You actually, yes, you've had a very bad few nights. You should relax. So I go to the library and I start looking for history books. And I probably find nothing that's useful, so I just start reading about the architecture. Uh, well, why don't you discern realities? Okay. That's a seven. Plus discern realities is wisdom, which is nothing for me. So I rolled a seven. Okay. Um, so I get to ask one question. What here is useful or valuable to me? You find this book... Uh, and it's a book on the buildings of Sagranza, the, 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 the like famous seminal structures of mm-hmm. Sagranza. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as you're paging through, you find this, and this is an old book that the pages are yellowed and they're kind of falling apart. Mm-hmm. Like at your touch, they just kind of crumble a little bit. And you turn to this section on... Ukurosan. And it has all these uh, these layouts and descriptions of Ukurosan. Mm-hmm. And it is not the building, it's not the temple that you've been to. Ooh. It's totally different. It's these like labyrinthine corridors and large opulent uh, rooms with pillars. It is not the simple, like very minimalist temple that you've been to Mm. i'm intrigued are you i am and i think we will end it there okay yeah that's good first we want to thank zach b for doing all this editing this would sound awful just you guys have no idea how bad this would be if it wasn't for him (laughs) yeah we get off track fairly frequently in the show (laughs) and it probably is a lot worse uh without zach's editing so thank you to zach b our editor without without whom this would not get made i'm sorry i like to say that whole sentence that's okay do do you want to no we need to like rework our outro no give us some equal time because i always just have this page in front of me that i just kind of read off no that's fine i just like messing with you and taking some of your lines from you every once in a while well well, that's kind of rude uh, thank you also to In Love with the Ghost for the use of their song Chilling at Nemo's Place off of the album Healing. If you like us, please make sure to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. We got a new review today from N.W. Ferry, uh, who said some really nice things. Uh, they called my world building strong, which made me happy, and nice. said uh, Diana's enthusiastic acting brings them back uh, to our feed every time. Uh, they said that you are uh, your emotional connection to the NPCs around Sal uh, breathes life into the campaign, which I don't know that made us happy. Yeah, it definitely did. It definitely ma- well, getting these reviews definitely makes me comfortable sitting down and just being silly in yeah. front of this microphone. So it, I appreciate it, that. It makes it a lot easier to like sit down once a week and, and record. So we yeah. really appreciate it. So if you have a minute and you haven't left us a review on iTunes. Please just just take a second, uh, drop us a line. We really, really appreciate it. If iTunes doesn't work for you, you can do it on Facebook, can't you? I don't leave comments. Can, yeah, you can you can leave us comments on Facebook uh, at facebook.com forward slash heartpointspod. You can find us there. 
Uh, we don't post there very often, but we're trying to work on that. I promise we'll get better eventually. Uh, but we will always respond to you if you leave us a comment or a message or something. Uh, you can also find us at HeartPointsPod on Twitter as well. Uh, if you could tweet it about us, we would love to see it. You can tag us or hashtag HeartPointsPod. Yeah, please hit us up. We want to talk to you. Uh, we want to hear from you. And if you tweet about us, if you kind of give us a shout out, that means even more because it helps other people to find us. So if you have a moment to, you know, recommend us to your friends. Um, I talk about podcasts a lot at work. Yeah. I just kind of do. We're all listening to something. Um like everyone I know is listening to some sort of podcast. So next time a podcast comes up at your work or among your friends, just be like, hey, yeah, I've been listening to this show called Heart Points and it's pretty decent. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to add more, but there really isn't much more to add because then it'll sound like boasting and I'm not very good at that. So, um, yeah, please. Pretty, please. Pretty, 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 please. Because your name will get said here if you let us know that you've done it. Yeah. We appreciate it. Like insert here name is is where it would is where it would go. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> thank you for tuning in with us. We will see you next week, and in the meantime, have a very nice day. But like a very very nice one. Bye. Bye.